Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. So the draw's out. That means footy's back. How good is super early, obviously, but they've got things out, ready to go. The few of the boys are going to be over in Las Vegas for the start of the season. So we'll get into how that first round looks. Obviously, they're starting on the 3rd of March. So very exciting with that one. Welcome back to everyone here who is a NRL fantasy fanatic or a super coach guy. We are here. So a few articles I want to go through. Obviously, we've got uh, Jason Robson's there, Mercado article. We love those. So we'll just jump into that. He's got a lot of just the key details in there that we can uh, discuss in that one. And obviously, we'll go a little bit through the actual draw one by one and uh, and sort things out there. So let's just get started with the draw. And it is not so different to last year, which is great because last year was a massive change going out to 27 rounds. So things stay the exact same with that this year. Every team does have three buyers. So we obviously have the same amount of, of teams here now that the Dolphins are coming into their second year. So makes things a little bit easier to work out for us. We have some precedents from last year as to how things went and we can use some of that data in discussing and, and, and sort of analyzing and working out what we're going to do in this season. So the second season since all of the new rules came in there. So the 27 rounds, they kick off in uh, in Las Vegas there, which is going to be very, very cool there. And we'll just go straight to that now and how that's going to work. So it starts on the 3rd of March. They're both on a Sunday. So it actually starts sort of the week before the actual season kicks off in Australia there. So the Knights come up against the Raiders on Thursday night and they spread those games out from there with a couple on Friday and uh, two on Saturday, one on Sunday there to finish things off with the West Tigers getting a bye in round one. So we don't have to worry about the Tommy Talaus, the Sean Bloors of this year. Happy days. Adam Dewey was down the fun one last year. 
So yeah, none, none of those guys will be looking at to start off the season, given they have a buy in round one. And I really doubt that there's going to be any players here that you'd be looking to hold like we did with guys like Ben Murdoch Masilla last year or Tyrell Sloan that we had on a buy in round one last year. So yeah, nothing's going to change with that first round. It's just the fact that after Sunday, we do have the four days there to actually make some further decisions with our squads. And given we have unlimited trades during that first round, a few things that you can muck around with and, and see how things go. Like if any of these Eagles, Rabbitohs, Roosters or Broncos players get injured in, in their game over there and you know, then you can just, you can make some changes accordingly um, from that, which is going to be pretty cool. So yeah, that's the, the big sort of key details there. Everyone has the three buyers. It's still round 13, 16 and 19, exactly the same as last year where seven of the teams will have the buy. Um, and then you have the minor buy rounds as well, which we found very difficult last year to get sort of that 17 on the park, given it's still going to be the same, most likely. We'll find out. Obviously, we haven't got all of the details for the NRL fantasy season, but these are just the details for the draw. So if anything changes, we'll obviously get into that, I think, you know, later in December when the game sort of opens up and we get all the, that news. But for now, the draw has not changed, which is, makes it a little bit easier for us there. Um, he's got the, in there the buy structuring, so the, the origin period between rounds 12 and 21, and then non-origin rounds before that and also after. So he separated a few of the teams there. So guys that have a buy in the first six, it goes in this order, Tigers, Titans, Dolphins, Storm, Sharks, and Panthers. So our captain's going to be an interesting one as well with the you know, Nico Hines and Nathan Cleary. They're in round five and six. So Panthers not having a buy early in round three this time. I think that spooked a few of us. Definitely spooked me uh, with a few players. You know, the Isaiah Yos of the world, was just, we just we just left them out when we really should have been looking at someone like him as a, a good cover for that entire period all the way through until Origin. So a lot of these guys, it's actually good to sort of get one out of the way early. It's something we that we learned at the, at the end of last year when we did our review is that if you have a player that has a buy in the first sort of five to six rounds, most likely you can cover them. Because at the start, you're looking to get at least close to that 21-man squad that are all playing. Later on in the year, if you've held these guys, you know some, some players you'll hold from the start or you'll grab them in sort of round three or four and you'll hold them for the entirety of the year or close to it, that if they don't have their buys until a lot later, you can, you can get yourself into a bit of trouble. If you're running out of trades, you're holding sort of a 21st or 20th man that aren't playing week to week. And then you have one of these guys have a buy later on, that extra buy that they could have had earlier on, then you you do run into a few troubles. So that's where having one in that first six is not actually too bad because you can cover that fairly well. And we did see a lot of players that did really well in NRL fantasy uh, across the season that they actually had a few guys in a team that would miss buys early. So it didn't really make too much of a difference. Uh, and then obviously the buys in the last six as well. One of the teams that we need to have a little bit of a note of is the Knights. Uh, given that they don't have a buy all the way through until round 12. And they were a very relevant team last year. So look at them. Everyone else has a buy before that. Um, and then they, they are able to have um, you know, sort of all their buys done by round 21 there, uh, which is going to be cool. So yeah, one of, the, one of those teams where you look to have them really early and then completely get rid of them in the middle because they're going to miss so many, especially the origin guys like a Kalen Ponga. And then... You know, getting them back in at the back end of the year. So that's just a, a, one interesting team so far, um, which you've spoken about Ponga there as well. 
The Dolphins are, are the eels of last year, so they didn't miss any of the major buy rounds, and they're obviously going to be important at some point. One thing we did notice was that uh, some issues came came along in those minor buy rounds where we kind of loaded up a little bit too much with some certain players, and that's something we might want to avoid. And, and I suppose with the Dolphins, there might not be too many relevant guys come that period. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how we play that one. Are we mixing them with other teams that maybe missed one of the major buy rounds and and kind of had a buy early on the year and then one maybe later in the year? That could be the, the way rather than just loading up on those guys that have uh, plenty through that middle and one at the start in round three they have there as well. So yeah, that's what um, Jason was saying here. Just a bit respecting those minor buy rounds is really important. And then speaking about captaincy rule there and you're looking to probably have at least one of those two top guys that can score the best there in that one. So that's the Mercado there. And we'll move to just a couple of things that they mentioned on Fox Sports. Um, just my initial reaction, guys, and, and kind of just the, the general idea of, of what's going on before we have a quick look through uh, the draw and some of the buy round teams and, and what we're going to look at there. Uh, so they've mentioned here the Sharks have the, the softest draw for 2024. So they looked at, they end up playing eight games against last year's bottom eight, uh, bottom four sides, I should say, which is pretty wild. Um, how that's how that's worked out for the Sharks. And we know they play really well against bottom sides. But we do have to note that you know teams like the Cowboys, we said they had a really, really easy draw coming into 2023 season. And then they played really poorly. So you do have to base things a little bit on the draw. You do have to kind of work out if, if teams are more likely to be a solid team slash a good team straight away or there's a chance that they could fall off. And you'd imagine the Sharks are going to be staying somewhere similar or maybe improving. So this is something a team that is probably worth looking at. And that's where you want to look at guys like Nico Hines come out. And after having a sort of a tougher season, especially following from Origin, he's a guy that's going to be really important, I think, to start off the season. Uh, so yeah, that's that's a, that's a team to look at. And some other teams that have slightly easier draws, you do have to realize that that the easier draw from last year may not be the easier draw this year and that team may struggle a little bit coming out of the gate as well. Storm have a really tough start. They play a lot of tough teams in there. So yeah, it makes it interesting. The Panthers play a, a fa- have a fairly tough start as well. Be interesting to see because they actually struggled to start the, the season last year a little bit. But I personally do think it was a mixture between them you know, playing so many games over the off season, which you know, has happened a little bit here, but a, a little bit less. Them coming off a lot of premierships now in a row, three that is, and uh, and then also just the, the few changes that they had, especially with Abdi Coruscant losing him, just making those changes there, and they really built through that towards the end of the season. I think that they will start a lot better in this one, given that they're not making too many changes through the spine there. Other uh, teams like the Tigers are pretty well in, in, in the middle there. They're doing solidly there, and then you've got South Sydney, who, who finished really poorly, Um that you know, have a solid draw as well. The Warriors, four games, and Canberra, seven, are the only top eight teams from this year to not have at least 10 games on free-to-air, which is a little bit yeah, annoying as well, um, given that the uh, the Warriors were so good last year and they're likely to be good again. So that's just some of the little features there of the draw for guys that um, yeah, matter, I'd say, here. So we mentioned the Tigers having a... A fairly, um, yeah, having that buy in the first round. You're looking at other sort of easier matchups to kick things off. Obviously, Titans and Dragons, you'd imagine to be a pretty solid, uh, higher scoring matchup there with the way the Titans go. Um, so they could be an interesting team to look at for round one. And we don't really want to go clearly on matchups, on solely on matchups there. 
But to start things off, it'll be interesting to see how the Dogs and also the Eels go. Storm v. Panthers is going to be a cracker. Same with the Warriors and the Sharks. Knights v. Raiders to, to kick off their uh, their matchup from the finals last year. And then two matchups in Vegas. It's going to be really interesting to see how the players acclimatize to their, to the, to their new arena, to the new you know, country that they're playing in. And will those two games be high scoring? Will they? You know, will it be poor footy? Who knows, you know, coming over there. So, yeah, are you going to load up on players over there to then have a big schedule to, to travel back? There's so many things to think about with that Vegas trip for sure. Uh, is there going to be any partying at all? And you'd hope not, given it's the first round and, and I'd say unlikely. But um, even just the travel in itself, we know can be a big issue. And yes, they have a little bit of extra time, but they do have travel time, which is the big thing there. So round two, we see a buy for the Titans. So that kind of rules them out of, of contention. If you know, there's guys that are kind of, oh, maybe pick them, maybe pick someone else, you'd likely go for someone else. Given- hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. And that the Titans have a buy in round two. So unless they're a real clear cash cow or mid-ranger or a gun, um, unlikely we're going to pick many of those guns unless it's for feed, are you? Tino, obviously, as well. Those types of players there. But, um, yeah, Dolphins have a, a, an okay start as well. Obviously, Cowboys into the Dragons. Cowboys, we're not sure how they turn up to start things off there. And you've got Eagles coming up against the Roosters. So two teams that were over in Vegas, they get, they get what, almost... They get two weeks off, basically, in between, in between games for them. So enough time to recover, you'd imagine. So does that play too much of a part in your decision-making? I'm not exactly sure if that will, to be honest with you there. Uh, but then you have Broncos and Rabbitohs playing the Thursday match. So they get three days off less than the Roosters and Manly do. So something to note there for those two teams that are over in Vegas for that one. So... Yeah, you're looking at matchups here. This is when Sharks, their first matchup gets a little bit easier. So they had Warriors to start off and then the Dogs from there. So Panthers, you think this would be a solid matchup against the Eels, but with their full team back with um, yeah, things sort of sorted out with Dylan Brown and, and Mitch Moses will be back. It's going to be an interesting one to look at there. Round three, as I said, we see the Dolphins have their bye and other easier matchups there. Sharks play Tigers, so should be a solid one there. For them, and, and, and you know, where Nico Hines is, is a great captaincy option over those first few weeks. We know that Cleary scores well against the majority of teams, but he does come up against the Broncos in this one. And, you know, early on in the season, how much is on the line for them? Obviously, that's the, the grand final rematch. So, you know, potentially this one could be, but other games, not as much. And especially with a team that has won three in a row now and made the grand final before that, 
their most important time of the year is the later part of the year. They haven't shown a decline yet in the regular season and they have such a good team. Uh, so will be will this be the year that they do decline a little bit and sort of end up around that second, third, fourth in the ladder? Oh, shocker. But yeah, something to, something to note with those guys. Uh, so round four, you're looking at a buy with the Storm in this one. So yeah, I suppose the relevant players in that one, yeah, potentially Ryan Pappenhausen. We'll see how he ends up price-wise. But uh, if he's back for round one and he's fairly cheap, You'd imagine it's just a, a straight in to the squad. Harry Grant, we know, was the gun hooker last year, and we're probably looking to have him in our side. And around four by, we we had you know Cleary in our teams last year as captain with a round three by. So I think Harry Grant in there with a round four, not an issue as well. And he had a little bit of a fall off last year, and and uh, potentially at least he should stay the same, or maybe have an increase on that one. There, Sharkies play the Raiders, so yeah, solid one for them. It'll be fun matchup. Warriors v the Knights there. And uh, yeah, Eagles a decent one there against the Dragons, you'd imagine, seeing how they go in that one, Rabbitohs and the Dogs. So yeah, some fun matchups along the way. We'll finish off with a couple more rounds there, guys. And the Sharkies in round five, as we mentioned, Panthers in round six. So yeah, the big ones obviously is Nico Hines, uh, potentially some other guys, but a lot of them are priced up and you know don't have a lot of value coming out of them. Very similar to that with the Panthers. You may see, you know, Taylor May come in with a, a little bit of it, of interest, especially if he can get a little bit of a discount based on what he, you know, put out a couple of years ago before his injury. So that's something to note there as well. We'll push all the way through until round 13 now because these teams in sort of round 7, 8, 9, 10, I think are really, really good weeks to have a buy as well because you can slot them into your side from round one get a lot of good rounds out of them if they're a cash cow or a mid-range guy then it's likely you are going to move on from them during that time and then they're also getting a buy out of the way and not having that in the middle part of the year yeah it's one less that they have then if they're a if they're a player that you're looking to keep in your squad in that one there so we said knights in round 12 before in round 13 we have a lot of buys obviously with the broncos south eagles storm Titans, Warriors, and Tigers there. So if you're looking at players that, uh, you know, cash cows and stuff that you might want to look at, it's obviously players from the Cowboys going to be very interesting. They have a lot of players that do play in origin. So there may be some opportunities from a Cowboys standpoint in there. Uh, Potentially if there's any injuries to a lot of these origin guys that, that, you know, something could come up during this middle part of the year. But players of interest are going to be, very, very interesting with Raiders, you know, Horsburgh and stuff. Are they going to be in that Origin squad? Is there any Raiders you want to be looking at? Is there any Dolphins you want in that time? There might not be. We don't know. Roosters obviously missing a few of their Origin guys as well. There's a few things to think about there. Panthers missing a lot of guys. So uh, it could be could be fairly tough during this period to actually get guys on the park. Like how many Dragons players do you want? How many Dogs players do you want? Um, you know, Sharkies are going to miss Nico Hines. Eels, you miss a few of their players as well. So Round 13 is shaping up to be a fairly tough one at that. Round 14, you miss the Dolphins, Raiders, and also the Roosters. So at this point, it doesn't seem like those three teams are going to be uh, going to make it too tough for us. But obviously missing you know, plenty of guys in round 13, you're going to have a couple of these guys in our team. So round 14 doesn't look ridiculous at this point, uh, especially given you may not have too many Dolphins, given they have a bye in round three. Something to note there as well. Uh, round 16, the next big one, we do have yeah, the Broncos, Cowboys, so all guys with uh, heavy origin players in, in those two especially, and the Panthers. 
and then potentially the Sharks um, with the Knights having maybe a couple as well. Uh, uh, Parramatta Eels having one or two as well. In, in that one there, depending on how Hopgood and, and Junior Barlow they yeah, end up in squad. So round 16, I imagine, is going to be a little bit easier just because yeah you're likely not to have a bunch of Origin players in your team at this point. So where where the trouble was in round 13 is is though the teams that were playing have all the Origin players that so they're out anyway. So I think round 13 is going to be really, really tough on, but it is the easiest one to plan for given the fact that we have 13 rounds to do that. Whereas round 16, we're planning from obviously early as you can, but more likely from round 13 onwards, you're getting set for round 16. And, and that's something to, to to note there that I think round 16 on the surface will be a little bit easier because those non-origin buy relevant players will be playing in that week. They're not sitting on the buy. Round 17, we miss out on the bunnies. We miss out on the eagles and also the titans. So, Again, three teams there that I don't think we're too stressed about. Like you're looking at players like Latrell and uh, backing up Cam Murray, these types of players. There, Eagles. Do you have a DC in your squad or a Ruben Garrick? That's probably the only real annoyance there. Um, are you, do you have Luke Brooks in your team at this point? And then the Titans again. It's more just the um, Origin guys you'd want in your side backing up. So it looks like 17 won't be too crazy, especially um, with a lot of the guys you're going to have in your side playing in 16, likely playing in 17 as well. Uh, and then round 19 and 20, we'll finish things off there. And round 19, we lose the Cowboys, Panthers, the Storm, who have some relevant players as well, obviously in there. Uh, and the other four teams being the Dogs, Raiders, Roosters, and Warriors aren't too much of an issue uh, for Origin players, obviously there. The Warriors is a team we could be carrying a few guys to, to help cover through that period. So yeah, it looks like a sort of a, an indifferent sort of even kind of buy around there, obviously round 19. And, and by this point, if uh, yeah, you're wanting your origin guys to have that buy in round 19 because they're going to miss it anyway. And then from sort of round 20, round 21, you can look to load up on those types of players to get to your final 17. So that's the uh, round 19 one. Round 21 to finish things off, we have the Dragons, the Eels, and the Sharkies. So this one's going to be a little bit hurtful if you do have Nico Hines and he happens to get into Origin. If he doesn't get into Origin, likely going to be fine. You'll have Nico playing in round 19 as your captain, and then round 20 should be able to have someone of your know, relevance to be able to hit a 55-60 if, if it's not you know Nathan Cleary during that time if you, have, uh, if you still own him. And he gets rested or something like that. So that one, St. George, Eels, and also Sharks. I don't think it's too crazy to finish things off. So that'll leave us for today with that reaction. And uh, yeah, I so said, welcome back to all the NRL guys. Great to have you back. If you're hanging for NRL like myself, then uh, this would have been fun to have a look through. And we will delve into to it a lot more as we get along. We'll, we'll, get, to, we'll get the spreadsheet together. Uh, get the colors going and and sort of set things up and and so you can, can you can work out you where you want to situate your team from round one yeah you know, potentially from round seven and then getting close to round 13 set things up for the rest of the year so it's gonna be lots of fun once we get there um and obviously have a vb apparently knock off knackers there you go knock off cobber um so there you go that's that's it guys for this one thank you i'll see you later 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.